Hi, this is lesson three, monitoring for conservation. Uh, this lesson won't be explained in the classroom. Uh, it, this is a lesson that you have to work by yourself. If you want, with the help of some of your uh, friends or colleagues in, in the in the class. Um, with this lesson, you you should be able to understand what is the monitoring of animals, um, the monitoring of distribution and population trends, and also the spatial scales and taxonomic groups that are usually involved in this monitoring. Also, uh, you should search, uh, you will have to search information about uh, fauna monitoring in Catalonia, and you should understand what are European biodiversity indicators. Let's go to slide number two. Um, to be able to do uh, monitoring, we have to plan before. So um, you should be, oh, a, a, a person that wants to do, uh, to design a monitoring should be aware of uh, specific objectives. Uh, also, what are the characteristics of the species? For example, uh, are these species ectotherm or endotherm? Uh, are these species migratory or not, for example? You should be realistic about the, the time and the, um, the team of people that you have to this monitoring and in the budget, because this will determine what matters what methods you can use for this monitoring, for this, for this study of animal uh, populations. Also, how these methods are applied. This is the, the sampling design, the, the design of the study. When they are applied uh, in a regular basis, how many times in a year, only in the spring, or also in winter, for example. And of course, what um, statistics in what that exploration uh, you can do. So please take a moment to to talk with uh, some of your friends in, in wildlife management course about a specific example. For example, how could you prepare the study of a population of, I don't know, of uh, flies, for example, in, in a region? And how can you choose all these all these aspects. Okay, if we go to slide number three, we start to um, with with the monitoring of distribution. It is very important to first to know where the species are distributed, and uh, to this aim, the scale, resolution, and of course the quantity and quality of data are fundamental. The important concept here is the, the distribution atlas. This type of atlases can be used to map different types of, of uh, regions, large regions like, for example, the whole Europe, or small areas like, for example, a natural reserve. Mm, some years ago, these atlases were only presence-absence, but now most atlases um, are done with complex models of probability of occurrence. These are statistical models 
that rely on data on the presence of species, but also on environmental data. For example, the climate, topography, habitats, etc. And also it's very important that now that we have for the same group and region, we have several atlases separated, for example, by 20 years. When we compare these different atlases, uh, we can have an idea of the changes in species distributions over time. Here on the bottom of the slide, you have two examples of the distribution of the Sardinian warbler, this very nice bird. At left, you have a presence-absence uh, map where you can see just the presence or not, and the three colors indicate uh, the breeding of these species, if this breeding is possible, probable, or confirmed. But at right, you have a distribution model that shows you the probability of occurrence with different colors, from the white, where the probability is zero, to the red, the dark red with the probability is the most, um, is like one. And then this is this distribution model is like a, a map to estimate the, the density, the abundance of the species in the territory. It's much more informative than the other uh, map. If we go to slide number four, here you can see the distribution addresses that are available for Catalonia. You can see that there are different uh, groups um, with addresses, and two of these addresses can be uh, downloaded online. The next slide, slide number five, this is an example of uh, what the contents of an atlas of breeding birds. For example, the Atlas of Catalonia that was published in uh, 2004. For the Darfur Wobla, Tallareta Cuallarga, for example, in you can see that there are several um, parts of the text, several sections like distribution, ecological requirements, um, population, trends, status and, and threats, and, and, and a lot also of, of um, figures of maps and, and, and graphs to explain where do these species live and how uh, it relates to the, to the environment, what habitats can be found at what altitudes, etc. Let's go to slide number six. Here you can see other type of, uh, um, apart from atlases, atlases in Spain, here there are also uh, other types of books that can be useful for conservation, like there that are the encyclopedias and monographs about the specific groups. One of the most important we have is Fauna Iberica, is about the, all the species that are present in in the Iberian Peninsula, group by group, we have more than uh, 40 volumes with specific groups, like specific families of um, beetles, for example. In slide number seven, uh, we go to another scale, um, a large geographical scale. Um, the largest that uh, we can map by the moment is the, is the global scale. We have two uh, projects that, that you should know. 
is the Encyclopedia of Life and the Global Biodiversity Information Facility, where you have information on biodiversity, but with um, geographical connection. And also in, in this uh, GBIF, you can find also where that type species, the type uh, um, specimens of each species are found in what museums or universities you can find this, this type uh, specimens. At the regional scale, uh, you have other public databases. We have in Spain, El Banco de Datos de la Naturaleza from the Ministry of, um, of Agriculture and, and, I don't know, MAPAMA. And also uh, in Catalonia, we have the, the Banc de Dades de Biodiversitat de Catalunya that, uh, well, it's not, it's not functional and totally now, but it can be in the future. Um, so please uh, take a moment um, to go to the Encyclopedia of Life, the Global Biodiversity Information Facility, and uh, the Banco de Datos de la Naturaleza, just just to to see what what information you can find there and how to search. In slide number three, maybe you have heard about uh, citizen science, Ciencia Ciudadana. Mm, it's a collaboration between people, volunteers, but also scientists who have the ideas, the organization, who have the staff, the administration who give the permits and the sponsors who give the money. And this collaboration is to get information on a topic. Uh, this topic can be biodiversity. And we have um, a lot of different platforms where you can, as, as a citizen, uh, upload your information, your observations in the field. For example, iNaturalist or Natusfera. If you go to slide number nine, the most important platform uh, in Catalonia that is also uh, in other parts of Europe is Ornito. You can upload information on birds and other taxa, depending on the country. And it has it is being used to upload data for the new breeding bird atlas of Europe. This is an example in slide number ten of the use of Ornito platform for uh, groups other than bird than birds. In Catalonia, you have all these groups that are represented here, from left to right. From you could go from birds, bats, etc. to uh, to the right, to mussels, to um, river mussels, musculus de riu. Um, and here, for example, we have a project in my research group, in bi uh, animal biology research group, about uh, cicadas. This project is called cicada.cat. Es un proyecto sobre cigalas. And um, this project is to increase the information about this group in Catalonia that was we had a very poor information and we are using the information provided in in the platform ornito.cat to get data observations in the field and uh, from these maps to the left we are for example producing um, comarcal maps for uh, all the species of of cicadas in Catalonia and this is a um, Something that ten years ago was uh, you, you you could you could not think that we, we 
we will get all this information. So the citizen science and this kind of platforms can be also useful for the increase of our knowledge on biodiversity. Then we go to slide 11. This is also very important, the monitoring of populations, because to follow populations over time in specific regions, we will be able to have um, information on, on, on the population size, on the trends of populations, the rate of increase, and also uh, differences between habitats uh, or regions. And we will see that we can uh, combine the trends of different species to provide indicators, very useful for conservation. All this is essential for different reasons you can you can read. Um, and you can read this 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 box here in the bottom. And then we go to, to slide 12 because I would like to present you the activity that you have the, the main activity that you have to prepare for this for this lesson apart from from uh, going to the website I told before. This activity is to prepare the topic animal monitoring in Catalonia is to search for information on the three most important monitoring schemes currently in place in Catalonia. So please search for the information of this population monitoring in in Catalonia. For butterflies, this monitoring, specific monitoring, monitoring that you have to search for is the CBMS, Catalan Butterfly Monitoring Scheme. For birds, you have to look for uh, Seguiment d'Ocells Comuns a Catalunya, SOC. And for mammals, you have to look for Semice, Seguiment dels Petits Mamífers Comuns d'Espanya. What do you have to look for? Go to next slide, number 13, and you will see that um, it's important to, or, or would be nice that you could find information about uh, how long this monitoring scheme is in place, what is the number of collaborators of transects or stations, what are the methods that are being used. See if you can uh, find uh, an explanation of the methods and, and get an idea of, of what these methods are. are. It is not necessary that, that you understand all, all the details of the method, but just to know what methods are used and how are they difficult or not, and do you need some specific material to do these methods or not. And also uh, how many species are being followed with this monitoring and how many have enough data for analysis, how many of, of these species are increasing, decreasing, stable over time, and how many are uncertain. Also, can you find for these groups uh, multi-species indicators? And what are the habitats more affected, most affected by species declines and increases? So try to find, maybe you, you won't be able to find all this information for all the three groups, but try, try to find this information. It's, it will be also necessary for, for, um, some, for the ex exercises that you will see then in Moodle. Um, in the bottom graph, you can see examples of multi-species multi indicators 
with birds, for example, indicators of birds from high mountains, from the middle mountains or from the lowlands. Well, this is the most important part of the of the lesson. Um, let's go now um, to increase our geographical scope because this monitoring that we are um, that is taking place in in Catalonia, specifically for birds, is also taking place in most European countries. Here you you have a map with European countries to that contribute to to create or to generate. A, a common indicator for birds, for breeding birds in, in Europe. Of course, this, this uh, indicator has a longer term and larger scale than most national schemes. For example, this indicator goes from 1980 to, um, to now, to, to 2020. So we have already um, 40 years of, of um, um, trends of of information about birds in Europe, and this can be used, as we will see, for um, for important reasons. Uh, the source of of this um, of this um, map um, is the State of Common European Birds, uh, twenty eighteen. That is one of the readings that I propose to you in the next slide to see what, uh, what is the importance of uh, multi-species indicators. I propose you to, to have a look, not, not, not to read completely, of course, but to have a look at these two PDFs that you have in Moodle. One is about um, the o European butterfly indicator for 1990-2007. And the other one is the state of European birds in 2018. So these indicators um, are very important because they are used about, to inform about what's happening with biodiversity, what is the success of European and international strategies for the conservation of biodiversity and natural habitats. For example, the CBD, the Convention for Biological Diversity, is the most important convention, uh, the most important law in the world for the protection of biodiversity is using this kind of indicators to know if we are going in the good dire direction or in a, in a bad direction in relation to conservation. Then we go to slide number 16. What are the causes of these trends? There are many different causes. This is, for example, for example, what's happening in Catalonia with land use changes, the changes in habitats from 1993 to uh, 2009. Uh, these are only 16 years, it's a, it's a short time for to see changes in habitats, but you can see some changes. For example, the increase in, in, in woodlands, the, the increase in forest, arbrat, or the decrease in shrublands, for example, matulla. Um, here we only have one reason, the change in uh, habitat um, extension in, in habitat size, but we don't know nothing in this slide about the quality of habitats. Are habitats uh, being de degraded, for example, degraded, for example, by pollution or by climate change or by habitat destruction? 
we, we don't know in this slide. So it's not only a, um, a thing of um, what are the what is the extent of each habitat, but also what each what is the quality of each habitat, and also other other factors that are um, influencing the trends that we can observe in birds, butterflies, and other groups. Then let's go to slide number uh, 17. Uh, we can integrate all this information. This slide uh, is useful to, to think about this integration. We have information on distribution, on trends, and on pressions. Pressions will, would be the, the threat factors. So a so first level is to get information like the atlas we have seen before, the population monitoring, or specific studies in ecology. The second level, level is to integrate and analyze this um, information using indices, using trends by taxonomic groups, or these indicators that we have, we have um, talked about before, these indicators, multi-species indicators, for example, for birds or butterflies. And there is also a third level, is the synthesis, is to get products, outputs um, that can be useful, can be used as a support to uh, decisions in conservation. So this is more elaborated information. Um, what are the pathways that we can follow to, to take good decisions? We will see uh, this kind of, of, of this, this third level in, in our lesson number 10. Lesson uh, slide number 18, just you can read by yourself. These are some ideas about the knowledge that we have now on natural heritage, on biodiversity also in Catalonia. You can see some, some critics here. And finally, slide number 19 um, is the new proposal called Observatorio del Patrimonio Natural. Um, it's a proposal that is not in place at the moment. It's a future aim, a future objective. Um, please uh, don't be confused. The Observatory del Patrimonio Natural is not the same that, that the Agencia de la Natura de Catalunya. The Agencia was, um, was approved by the Parliament um, during this, um, this spring. And um, the agencia is, is like an administrative um, organization that is inside, um, inside the el Departament de Territori i Sostenibilitat de la Generalitat de Catalunya. So it's, it's, um, it's like a piece of the government of Catalonia, the agencia de la, de la natura. But the observatory is just like a new idea to collect and, and to, and it's, it's all about the information that we can get of, of, of nature, how to manage this information. So with this slide, we finish here, the, um, this uh, lesson number three. Um, well, sorry, <laughs> the lesson is not finished. You have um, some work to do. Please, uh, I recall you the, the work, especially, um, you you go to to slide number 
number um, sorry seven, where you can find um, some webs to go just to see the information provided, Encyclopedia of Life, etc. And then uh, you have work to do in slide number 12 and 13 about the monitor to prepare animal monitoring in Catalonia. And finally, uh, have a look on, on these PDFs for multi-species indicators of, of birds and butterflies in Europe in slide number 15. And the rest of the PowerPoint you can you can read uh, also. Well, thanks for your attention. <laughs>